because you can have a slightly different experience each time you go to the the carton. Sometimes you get like a lot more yeah. chocolate. Sometimes you, you get, get a lot, lot more, more peanut, peanut butter. butter. You know, you can exactly. shake it up, and shake it up a little. Yeah. Right. If you're eating yep. directly out of the carton, you can just have it con- all. <laughs> con- control it. You know, like yeah. You know, I've like, done that. I've done that. <laughs> Where you do the pick, you pick at it. You're like, I'm mostly in a peanut butter mood today. So you're just chiseling all of the peanut butter out. Mining the veins (laughs) of peanut butter out of your chocolate ice cream. Jonathan grabbed it and there's like nothing but chocolate ice cream left. There's no peanut butter. Mining the veins of peanut butter. butter. (laughs) (laughs) Episode title. Episode 328. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a gal and a dancing <laughs> snifelessness. Wait, what's his real name? Mr. McGiblets. Mr. McGiblets. I never remember that. I always think he's the town in Iceland. Is he masturbating? Yes, he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, why is he waving at me in front of his... Oh, that's what that is. I forgot how plush he is. He's really soft. That is not a that is not a crappy stuffed animal kind of you know plushy thing. It's, he's really soft. Do yeah, you ever, it's have, a, do, you rec- do you recall? I don't think I've ever actually touched that thing. Here, although here it is, go. he's really soft. Ooh. It's like kind like of he's um, cuddleable, velveteen. Yeah. No, almost. it's nicer than velveteen. Lots. I think nicer. it is. Yo, I had a velveteen costume at the Renaissance Fair. Yes, that is nicer than velveteen. <laughs> Vel- velveteen yes, has a, you did. Velveteen has a stiffness to it. It's it, it, there's a softness, but there's like there's like the the stuff that sticks up has kind of got a little. Well, yeah, part of him has a stiffness to wah, it. Right now. Yeah, but like his, his his fur, he's like he's like really. I say very soft, uh, stuff, soft, soft and plush, and plush and soft thing. That lives in my house, and I don't know its name or ever touch it. He's Mr. McGiblets from Thank you. the television show The League. The League, yes. Um, he was uh, the daughter's, uh, Ellie's favorite TV <laughs> show. Like, he's the, the you know, Barney-type character that she loves on her little the, TV show. And at one point, f- fictional she, child, uh, she has become so obsessed with the show that she insists on singing the song. And making her father and her father's friends get up and sing the song with her wow. and do the stupid dance. My and he gets tired of it, so he hires, he he, he coerces his, his... Do they do that in a multi-part <laughs> harmony? No, he coerces his brother, the pothead, to put on a Mr. McGiblets costume <laughs> oh, and that's scare right. her in the middle of the night so she'll never want to see Mr. McGiblets again. Except she falls in love with Mr. J- McGiblets even more. more. She thinks now, he, now she thinks he's real. Yeah. And full full size, yeah. Although the best part of it is the is the bit where when when Taco, that's the brother, mm-hmm. comes over in the Mr. McGiblets outfit, Kevin is on the laptop, kind of in profile, and we see the window behind him. Oh, that's right. And he rises up out of <laughs> he rises up in the Mr. McGiblets costume in the window, holding a meat cleaver, <laughs> and scares the crap out of his brother because he's like, "You wanted me to scare with the costume, not with put that away." <laughs> So anyway, um, now <laughs> that we're talking to our guest, yeah, maybe we that? should maybe we should listen to a uh, a theme song. I'm just disembodied voice. Don't mind me. <laughs> oh, what's this? Oh. 
new theme song. Because she's in California. <laughs> Why, right. thank you. No longer in Langley for no. quite a while. And, and, in fact, <laughs> no you, more DC for me. Yes, and there was a request. Or, or Illinois. <laughs> there was a request for or a new Illinois. theme song. So, And what is the song now? This is it's... Katy Perry, California Girls. California Girls. Featuring Snoop Dogg. Well, of course. Although was... there is also a spoof of this song called Geeks and Gamer Girls. Okay. This is, uh, if you if you pay attention to videos at all, this is the one where it's like everything's in cupcake land. Uh, like she's wearing... Isn't like, that every Carrie, she, Katy Perry movie? Oh, but or, it's uh, like over video? the top on this. Like, they still make music videos? She's wearing literally like a cupcake bra, <laughs> you know, and it's, like it's, it's all two cupcakes? really color... Yeah, okay. really colorful. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it's it's that it's uh, and there's you know, there's, a, were there's, a, there's a point. Thing. Yeah, there's a point. There's a point toward the end of the video where she has um, whipped cream spray. You know, whipped cream spray dispensers. Yeah, attached to her brazier. Um, like and they're, full and they're, size. The whole the wow. full size, like you hold, like you buy in the store, and they're. I'm sorry. Can I just say that if mothers lactated whipped cream, <laughs> kids would never stop breastfeeding. Yeah. Well, sweet, wow, this... sweet Robin on uh, yeah, Game I was of Thrones puts <laughs> <laughs> a whole new spin on, I on, about that. on hey, that milk, scene. Milk does a body good because that, that young fellow grew up as a handsome fellow now. What's that called again? Um, long that's bottoming? called long bottoming, yeah. yes. <laughs> after, after the God. awkward, the actor... ugly, bucktooth kid from Harry Potter that grew up to be all handsome. He's like model yeah. handsome. He's a really good looking guy. Uh-huh. And he's 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 ripped. Like, I he's mean, I feel like shape. all of us go through that awkward, ugly stage around seventh and eighth yeah, grade. Yeah, well, they were little kids when they kind of lost their the remaining of the remainder of their baby fat, and then you know some kids just kind of grow up to be looking like you know whatever. But you know sometimes right. a kid grows up and is like, whoa, that <laughs> like that cute little kid turned out to be like <laughs> like good looking guy. <laughs> He, I mean, that's pretty much was, all of the Harry Potter is cast really too. dorky in those early movies. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, he's like you said, he's got like almost a bowl cut, buck tooth, pudgy. Yeah. He's a <laughs> he's a real geek. Like he's he's into herbology, as I recall, is his, <laughs> his strong suit. His he could, plants, uh, plant magic. Yeah, yeah. Which not even Hermione is into. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that uh, that Daniel Radcliffe actually uh, got less good looking as he grew up I, really you think so i would i would say that he was uh he was much cuter as a little kid than he is as an adult mm. although i really okay. haven't i've seen the first movie and then that's it okay. i haven't seen any of the other movies so i don't know how old he looked at the end well he looked like a high schooler at the end yeah, yeah. he looked he looked that age i know what he looks like now yeah corporate kind of dad he got kind of pointy and he's, you know, yeah, a little bit. He is. He, he's well, always. He's, he always has a beard now. He's light. He's light. He's he's thin, and so he gets a lot. Yeah, like a lot yeah. of his features are more pronounced. Yeah. Plus, he's, he's not wearing. He's never wearing the glasses. Those aren't. That, that was a Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have the glasses, and he doesn't have the wizard robe, and he doesn't have the scar on his forehead, and he's not holding a wand. So yeah, he doesn't <laughs> look like that anymore. <laughs> Honestly, he looks a lot better without a beard, though. I mean, he looks kind of like a, I don't know, like a lumberjack or something. He's very hairy. <laughs> he looks a lot like Frodo. Which is, which is kind of yeah. ironic. You ever see a picture yeah. of... Uh, He's very hairy. You ever see a picture of <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe next to Elijah Wood? 
no. their, their faces are very similar. <laughs> They're twins. Really? They look very similar. I've never, I've never noticed that. Or thought that. like and you got to do it like you know when they're both like clean shaven, right? Short hair, you know, sure. when they both got the same kind of look. Yeah, they're pretty. They look quite a bit alike. I think they've both probably gotten mistaken for the other at one time or another. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's like yeah, it's everything. It's like yeah, like are there memes where they're side by side? Was oh, yeah. that easy to find? <laughs> and you never see them in the same room kind twice. The they same, might be the same person. About the same face shape, kind of you know, very pronounced cheekbones. <laughs> yeah. Pronounced, yeah. pronounced jawline. We've done this before. Our, our, with our, our, I don't recall our pairings Daniel, of people that yeah. that people How blue are Daniel Radcliffe's eyes? Are they dreamy blue like Elijah Wood's <laughs> eyes? Are they are? even blue? <laughs> no, I think they're brown. Cuz Elijah yeah. Wood's got like <laughs> Blue eyes, you can lose yourself in. Those are beautiful yeah. blue eyes. Yeah, Peter, yeah. Peter Jackson really uh, really put those on display in those yeah. movies. I actually listened to um, uh, a podcast. It's the one thing that wasn't a special effect. There's a podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd be great uh, in Dune. Hey, there you go. <laughs> with the blue with those crazy They're remaking blue eyes. that, aren't they? Uh, they're always threatening to. I think they are, yeah. I think that's going forward. Um, but... What uh, I was listening to a podcast called Unspooled, and it's hosted mm-hmm. by Paul Shear and a woman whose name I don't recall, but she's like a film institute, like film studier, re- reviewer, um, like like historian geek, you okay, know, like full on like that. And Paul Shear is a bald actor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is he the guy with the gap tooth? With the gap yeah, tooth, yeah. that's that guy. Um, and they they're watching all 100 movies on the AFI's top 100 list. Okay. And they did Lord of the Rings and they got into talking about um, and they get it's really kind of fun because they get into some really deep stuff and some stuff that you don't think about, like really filmmakery kind of stuff. And at one point, it's interesting that you say about the blue eyes is that he said like the the, the, the lady made the comment that because they were watching Lord of the Rings. That's the one that's on the top 100. And they were kind of talking about all three movies, but they were Lord of the Rings, the uh, Fellowship of the Ring, the first one. And they're talking about how like like Frodo talks a lot in the first half. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. Fellowship of the Ring. And then he doesn't talk a lot for the rest of the movies. His character <laughs> is expressed through his face and his eyes. Yeah. And she said, and that was a brilliant acting choice to pick somebody who can obviously pull off what Elijah Wood can do off can do emotionally, but also mm-hmm. with those eyes. Those enormous those ex- yeah. big yeah. super blue eyes. Just draw you in yeah. kind of beautiful eyes that he can that are so expressive. And he because he, he does so much face acting. Yeah. With um with Frodo looking, you know, just like as he as the burden of carrying the ring weighs him, weighs on him more and more. And as he looks mm-hmm. to Sam and the way he looks at Sam and their friendship. Um, is solidified and how he reacts to to Gollum slash Smeagol and all that stuff. Like that was like like yeah, she, she made the comment. She's like that was brilliant casting of like the perfect person for that because he he had the face and the eyes for it in addition to the acting chops. That's probably one of, one of the shots that gets repeated most often in those movies is like the slow zoom in on, on him looking on kind him. of mournful. You you know this, giving giving good eyes. face yeah <laughs> giving good face. to the to the camera that's okay all right Daniel I need you to give good face I can't do a Kiwi <laughs> accent but yeah it's like an Australian accent but really nasally I'm not gonna, right I'm not going to try that that's just going to end up sounding that's going to end up Austrian <laughs> well that, no that's not, me that's you anyway um, I'm going um, to Gen Con in like a month that's going to be uh, fun. you're a lucky man it's like Five weeks? 
Five weeks. Um, I'm officially yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna find out on Wednesday, July third, as of the day, the day that this episode comes out is the day I will. Happy Fourth of July. So do Tomorrow. this. Yeah. Do this. If you're listening okay. to this, yeah. if you're listening to this later in the day on Wednesday or Thursday, Friday afterwards or whatever, go take a look. Go look. Go uh, uh, to Google Ennies E N N I E S the Ennies Awards. Um, and see if any of my games have been nominated because that's when the nominations come out yes. is this coming Wednesday and I'm starting to get a little nervous <laughs> I'm like am I gonna because I've seen the list of, of <laughs> submittal of submitters it's a really long list yeah <laughs> there's a lot of people a lot of games a lot of companies and I may, may so you, get... you self-submit is that how that you works you self-submit okay. the company submits for themselves um, and then yeah. it's and then it's judged by a panel um, to narrow it down from everybody to the top, you know, whatever they're going to have to vote on. And then it becomes a, like a people's choice award. It's everybody, you know, you, the, the fans vote. Yeah. Um, except that there's also a judge's spotlight. Like each judge gets to pick one thing to like, this is really cool. This game right here. I want to make sure this game gets some recognition. I'm not going to leave it up to you scrubs to vote on this. <laughs> each, each judge, I, each judge gets one. And, and there's how many? Five. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll see what happens. That's exciting, though. I've got three so it's a, three it's things up there for viewers' choice in multiple categories, whole bunch of categories, and so. then and then five five uh, judges, judges top top picks. Yep. Judges and then there's players. like a publisher of the year award too. That's like a that's oh well not, now it's not see, a product or okay, thing. It's yeah. You had me up until that last one, and now <laughs> that's I just, too much. now I can't keep track anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of categories too, and there's <laughs> and there's a lot of categories that my products just aren't appropriate too so it's going to be really just kind of looking at a couple spots <laughs> to see if i manage to pull something <laughs> because i'm gen con's fun though that's exciting i'm looking forward to it um i'm going to be doing a lot of i'm going to be spending the majority of my gaming time in the igdn room i'm going to be running games playing games and then hanging around with uh, team nerdburger that's coming along with me who are also running <laughs> games games of mine um who's that uh, three people that uh, have volunteered to go to Gen Con and uh, get um, some freebies and a badge and all that kind of stuff for um, in exchange for running games for me, running running my games. So that, that's I've got, great. I've got three people that are running all three games, you know, various mm-hmm. sessions of of different ones, and then I'm uh, I'm doing one session of die laughing, but I'm doing three for Code uh, Warriors. Like the, this, these will be like the first public play tests of code warriors which i've got concepting artwork done for now and if you've been looking at my twitter it's you've exciting. seen it yeah it's pretty cool that's super cool so that's what's going on with me anything else awesome. anybody wants to mention <laughs> have you been have you been to other cons then with with your games uh well i went to a bunch of cons last year i went i did like 12 conventions in 12 months wow. um <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I haven't gone into I haven't gone to any the first half of this year because I was re accruing vacation time that I had spent last year. <laughs> um, so I'm going. I'm I'm doing Gen Con and then I'm doing a few more later in the year. Did you go to one in each month so that you no. could take a picture and do a calendar? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me looking all gamer geeky, just like January. It's all snowy. Yeah, take a shot. Take a shot yeah. of me in uh, you. You at in your, Milwaukee. At, you at your at, ta- at your table. Yeah, but with it all dressed up. Yeah, all for the a month. Big, a big parka. Yeah, 
<laughs> and let's see, in February, April, April, you're wearing like a raincoat, and you've got yeah, you've got a umbrella, and everything's covered in plastic. <laughs> and then May, there's flowers all over everything. And... Sure. <laughs> July, I've got a, like an American flag and fireworks going off in the background. <laughs> August, you're uh, you're in a swimsuit. In a in that a... nobody wants to see that. <laughs> October, like a, we a get beach chair. October, with... <laughs> October, we do the Halloween thing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Come to California. We'll do a photo shoot. <laughs> and then September is like the back to school photo, I guess. It's either that or the Twin Towers falling. I mean, what else oh. is going on in September? <laughs> well, what's, Sept- like, what's September? Uh, it's, back to it's back to school. It's back to school. Yeah, it back, is. Back to it's, school. it's the back to school month. With anyway, anyway. Craig, we're not... Craig with a little... Uh, book bag japanese japanese school girl outfits <laughs> a little anime thing going on <laughs> I'll put a skirt on me and plaid Jeff- skirt yeah the white white shirt with the little the little tie thing sailor and, moon right yeah. so Fred dressed like sailor moon i'll be sailor pluto <laughs> i'm not a really officially part of the team because pluto's not a planet <laughs> you're 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 yeah sailor generic planetary satellite well, what's what are the other couple? There's a couple other objects out there in the Kuiper Belt, like yeah, just one of those really large asteroids that are classified as something more than an asteroid, but yeah. lesser, less than a planet. Well, yeah. I learned a thing that there are there. Are, I learned a thing a little recently watching um, episodes of QI. I'm back on the train for QI, um, the, mm-hmm. the British uh, comedy panel knowledge quiz show. Yeah, huh? um, and they there there are some people out there who uh, argue the idea that our moon. Uh huh. Of which we have one. No, that's not true. Actually, we have thousands. There are thousands of things in orbit around us that are not man-made. But the one big one that we <laughs> uh-huh. call the moon, uh, yeah. there are some people that argue that is a planet. Really? It's bigger than Pluto. Huh. It is round. The argument being that it has kept its uh, its own gravity during its formation. It was large enough that its own gravity made it spherical. Right. And that would mm-hmm. make the Earth and what we call the moon actually a, a binary uh, a binary planet, planet system. system well the you know the, the going theory is that the moon and the earth were all one larger planet and something hit it mm-hmm. and broke the moon off yeah and that of course if the moon is like that then there are like another seven or eight or nine or ten or something around saturn and, and jupiter that are also big right. and round yeah many most of the moons most of the moons in this solar system are not round and they're, they are relatively small. Wobbly. They're all sorts of, hmm. yeah, you know, irregularly shaped. chunky. But chunky. you know, the argument, the argument. <laughs> some people have the argument that that the moon actually qualifies. It's more like a planet than a moon. Yeah, I think what for a number of reasons. Can't remember if it was Apollo sixteen or Apollo seventeen, but I think it was Apollo seventeen where they the astronauts were actually trained as geologists, and they uh, the whole point of their mission was to go find this certain type of rock that proved. <laughs> That was like ejected from one of the asteroids or meteors that hit mm-hmm. the moon and made one of the craters. So they went to one of you know the side of one of the craters and they were looking for this particular type of of lith, something lith, and uh and and it was going to prove that you know it was the same uh makeup as the you know the proto Earth crust and that it proves that the moon came from the Earth. They were mm. the same <laughs> object and they did, and that's why that. Theory is still going. I think. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> Science. <laughs> well, if, we just, if we would just invent time travel, we could take care of that. <laughs> the best of space nerdiness. 
Um, <laughs> are we moving on? Oh, uh, oh yeah, sure. Some. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Loud news. Oh, um, <laughs> real quick. Dune is being remade. It's oh. going to come out next year. And the reason that I starring knew that Elijah Wood, I have no idea. <laughs> With those blue eyes, <laughs> directed by Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> Who? The Some guy who directed the Arrival movie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so somebody who has a a careful eye for science fiction and kind of and deep stor- deep science fiction. science fiction with a story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fun. What else is news? <laughs> um, the Multnomah County Sheriff's Office in Oregon recently fini- uh, fi- finished, finished, recently fished something, finished. fifty-seven of something out <laughs> of the water over a two-day period. Um, pulled pulled stuff out of the Willamette River in Portland. Um, what do you think they pulled out of the river? Fifty-seven, 57 of things out of the river in Portland. Things that don't belong in the water. Yeah, sure. Plastic. Um, <laughs> Cars. Uh, there's probably some plastic cars? involved in these. No, cars are too big. Cars are too big. Uh, but body parts. Cars. Is, cars are too big, but you're in the right realm. Really? So not body tires? parts. Tires. Wheels. You're in the right realm with wheels. There wheels. are wheels. Yeah. Hubcaps. No. Uh, tires. Not tires, but not, something like hmm. wheels. What's a what's a transportation device that is not as big as a car? Uh, bicycle. Okay, bicycles and. What's the what's the fad right now? Oh, scooters! Yeah, a bunch scooters, of those electric yeah. scooters and bikes. Stupid scooters. Got a bunch of or- a bunch of Portland, Oregon people tossed a bunch of them in the water and said, "There's too many." <laughs> what? <laughs> and they dumped fifty-seven of them in the water. And the sheriff's department's been fishing well, they were them blocking out. the sidewalk on the bridge. So <laughs> where else are they going to go? Yeah, they hauled fifty-seven <laughs> of them out in two days. Scooters and bikes. Um. God. Uh, a dive team was clean. A dive team was cleaning the river seawall. There's a seawall in the river. They were oh, kinda, they were down there doing maintenance. They were doing maintenance, right? And, and, like, they, hey, and they were like, "There's were a like, pile of scooters here." And they're like, "There's scooters here." <laughs> so they started hauling them up, and then they realized they had to. They, they started to haul stuff up, and they were you know just hauling them up onto their little boat. They had just like this little boat that they were going back and forth, you know, when they were doing their work. Yep. And they they realized that they would have to to quit and come back later because they were gonna because they were gonna. Uh, gonna need a because there were so many scooters they were gonna need a bigger big, boat oh no my god <laughs> you're gonna need a bigger boat um yeah so yeah that uh, that's the news whole bunch of scooters whole bunch of those little e-scooters they're all grimy and covered in like algae and seaweed and gunk and stuff wow in portland in like super liberal those scooters are probably actually being used they're probably all being the time used so much they the original batch got worn out and these are the replacements <laughs> they just they just took the original batch and dumped them in the water it's like not worth recycling these <laughs> portland which probably recycles it it's people you know like it probably recycles <laughs> It's garbage trucks. Like it, Portland is Portland, right? I mean, they probably recycle everything they can. I don't. Portland is about as 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 about as like liberal as you can get. Portland, Seattle, San Francisco. I mean, pick the more liberal city. 
good luck. Yeah. That's it's crazy. It's the smallest of the three, right? Yeah. It's like filled to the gills with hipsters riding scooters. But uh, apparently there are more scooters than hipsters. So filled to the gills? To is, that a, is that a clever reference there, Fishy? It's river, a water. It's a water reference. River reference. You're welcome. What else is news? And uh, I've got one. Uh-oh. Hey. Hi. Uh, so in March, uh, we had a seven-foot uh, hoodwinker sunfish wash up on the beach. A what? Uh, it's oh. called a hoodwinker sunfish. If you guys look it up on, you can Google it. We're Just on it. Hoodwinker sunfish. Seven-foot. Yeah, a hoodwinker sunfish washed up on the beach, twelve thousand oh, wow. miles from where it's usually found. Twelve thousand miles. It's from J- I mean, it it's from Japan. Science fiction. It looks. That? It does. You're right. It does. It looks like something out of science fiction. It looks like it looks like a flying machine. <laughs> like it's a big, fat, flat-bodied thing with really wide fins on the side. Uh huh. It's it's bizarre. Well, I mean, it looked it. Yeah. It, <laughs> it looks like one of your you know bulkier type of fish, like like a grouper or a. Yeah, but if that you thing know, was a hundred, but it's huge. If that thing was a hundred feet yeah. long, you'd, you'd you'd swear it was a spaceship. Yeah, it's looking very, at yeah, it. absolutely. It's, it's very probably wouldn't want to see that coming at you. <laughs> a, Although it has kissy lips, so you know it does have kissy lips. <laughs> well, all the just best come up and give you do. a big smack on the cheek. <laughs> it took Thanks. researchers several days to properly identify the creature. That's how far away it was from where it was supposed to be. What the yeah. hell is this? They were looking in. They were looking in the. They were looking in the Pacific Coast book. <laughs> let's look at it. Let's 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 look at the Pacific Coast section of the website that we're looking at uh, here and look at all the fish. Yeah, gee, uh, gee Bob, I, I don't know. I've never seen a fish that looked like this before. We better call the uh, fish experts from the university on down here. Cut to the fish experts all standing there scratching their heads. Uh, right. uh, I don't know. What do you think it is? Is this one of them? Uh, There's uh, look. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sea alien. Is this even a fish? <laughs> Aliens have infiltrated the ocean. <laughs> it's called wow. a hoodwinker because it's uh, been able to elude researchers for many years. Really? Quite apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stealthy. You wouldn't think. <laughs> Given its size, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't wouldn't the, wouldn't the stealthiest unfindable unfindablest fish be like little tiny things? <laughs> but this thing, okay. One would they, think, yeah. It's, this a, is it's huge. a big fish. Okay, this says they favor more temperate waters, such as off the coast of Chile or New Zealand. So they could have been. It could have been from South America. I don't know where. Where was the thing that said? It's, was something it's probably the hoodwinker sunfish version of Dory. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> Maybe ends it was up ju- in California. Maybe it was just on holiday. <laughs> Took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Just, yeah. <laughs> Ended up in Pismo Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just wanted to go on vacation. See the world. <laughs> Give it a Hawaiian t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it's been to Hawaii because it's wearing a lay. <laughs> Hawaiian t-shirt, khaki shorts. Um, sandals with with black socks. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this. And a big those, those old hat. cartoons of suitcases. It's just got stamps all over it from everywhere it's been. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's every cliche. It's got like that, that uh, cursed tiki idol around its neck, and it's got that. And it's got that big <laughs> from the Brady Bunch. It's got that big white dollop of zinc oxide on its nose. <laughs> 
don't want to burn. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, that's my news. It's crazy. I was just taking a vacation. Crazy things washing up on the beach. Mike, Mike, do you have something? That's a long swim. Um, yeah. yeah uh, was it last week we mentioned the good place is ending? Yeah. One more season. Yep. Um, so it looks like uh, September. Well, now I can't find it. I think it's September twenty sixth. Mysteriously, uh-huh. not in my news item. Is that when when it's starting back up? You yeah, you? that's when it's starting back up. All right. So their writing is brilliant. After the uh, after New Year's, that's going to be it, huh? Yeah. So it's twenty 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 will be a year without new episodes. Of well, place. they might do what they yeah. what they did last season and run most of the season up and up to Christmas and then take a month off and then come back with like two or three episodes, yeah. which is kind of annoying. That was irritating. <laughs> so it's the same. Holy shirt balls! Why can't yeah. I save shirt balls? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be What's the same. TD? Same 13 episodes. Um, I think it's September 26th. I don't know what happened. Um, but it'll probably be like 12 episodes because they'll do the premiere as an hour-long thing like they've done every show. Yeah. Every season, right? Um, I think, haven't they? The thing that like I the first had two episodes, that... they always run back-to-back. The article I mm-hmm. had that I that I didn't save the correct version of, I think, said that it, they're going to do that for the final season. The final episode is going to be a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. They're going to wrap um, up everything with a two-parter. That makes sense. And, yeah. Uh, Mike Michael Schur is the creator is being you know Moe's he's being he's being that still freaks me out every time I see Moe's on an Moe's, office rerun Moe's Schrute yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that weirdo cousin <laughs> of Dwight's, yeah. I feel like that's an appropriate length for the show though because I feel like there's only so many places that you can go with this plot there yeah yeah they you well know. it the show reinvents itself every mm-hmm. season but how many times do you reinvent yourself every season before the reinventing gets old yeah, right that's the doing something completely new becomes old so mm-hmm. i think they're they're trying to avoid that yeah and if they can you know they're insisting they they can tell the story they want to tell well, in one more season and they have mm-hmm. the, they have the benefit nowadays of there was a time when um 100 episodes was the benchmark you wanted to get your show into syndication, you needed to produce a hundred episodes so that cable yeah. channels would purchase the show. That, like, here's enough episodes for us to run in syndication, and we can run and not be repeating ourselves too often. We can do reruns of the show, but that but that's, threshold is gone. That's done. That's yeah. that's over with with streaming and with stuff. I mean, like you, you can you can do a show that's only three four seasons and thirteen episode seasons at that, mm-hmm. and have it tell a complete story, and it'll still get picked up, and you can get additional revenue out of it later on through streaming services and all the actors right. get to sign those uh six cent residual checks and cripple <laughs> their hand and well and and the actors don't have to be locked into doing a show for right 10 years right which is why the ones that do like big bang theory all end up negotiating million dollar an episode salaries and i'm going to be the one who says it hmm. ted danson is getting up there in years yeah. Yes. If you've got a if you've got a show that's built around a handful of characters and every single one of them is pivotal, the last thing you want to do is have to mm-hmm. r- wrangle a rewrite or try to recast your if yeah. you've got a if you've got a much older 
actor or actress on board, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Like mm-hmm. let let Ted Danson do shows that only last three four seasons at a pop, so that we right. don't suddenly lose Ted Danson in the middle of something. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, Sango's, he's very dignified Sango's... looking though in his oh, older he's years. A, he's a handsome fella, man. That that mm-hmm. guy. I think he looks better now than he did when he was on Cheers. Yeah, absolutely. He's a he's a the, yeah the good looking salt and pepper gentleman. Salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's full on he's white. Full on white now. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But he's like yeah he's a. There are no pigmented hairs left. Yeah, on but his he's head. in he's in you know he's in good shape. He doesn't look uh, you know he looks he looks his age but not like you know painfully not so frail. like some people can you know like probably I'm going to look when I get to that age. Um, <laughs> Edward Bridge is taking good care of himself. Who? Edward Bridge, like a bridge. Yeah. Danson mm-hmm. the third. Oh. That's his name. He's 71. Interesting. Huh. He has the oh. same birthday as my niece. Hopefully we've still got plenty of time with Ted. Um, so. Because like, how many like really iconic shows can he do? <laughs> like he's. Yeah. Yeah. He he's got he's got. If I he, never watched if, if Becker. He, if he can hang in there, how long was that around? And they're doing for? shorter shows. He could do like three or four more shows. Sure. <laughs> if he's if he stays healthy. I don't think he looks seventy-one. <laughs> no. Not Even at all. with the white hair, I uh, mean, I I think he does. I think maybe he looks, he's had work done. I don't know. He looks kind of punk in some of these pictures. Punk. You know, like kind of Guy Fieri-ish you're, with you're, the. You're, you ever see the video? You ever see the video of the, the the younger actors trying to teach him how to do the floss, the dance? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> On set, that that floss dance. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know that it's a dance. It's from it's from the the video game, the Fortnite, or the other one. It's from I'm not the sure. Fortnite. <laughs> it's from the Fortnite or the other one. Yeah, anyway. that we talked about with James and Jack. But I haven't seen it. I don't know what it looks like. Well, you'll have to go look that up. I will. So mm-hmm. somebody asked uh, Mike Sure, is um, there any chance that there will be a Blake Bortles cameo in season four? <laughs> and he says, he said, don't think we didn't think about that. <laughs> but the problem is once Bortles is off the Jaguars, which he is, he got traded to the Rams. Yeah. Although now he's in L.A. So, you know, easy commute to the set. Um. <laughs> And also, like that's well, not that's not where she's from. Where's uh, where's Eleanor, Eleanor is from, from Phoenix, right? Is she someplace in mm-hmm. Arizona? Okay, I could have. You know, it's someplace sunny. I was thinking yeah. she was in it. She's from a California town, but okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's true. It makes it easier for him to do the cameo. He says, uh, once he's off the Jaguars, and the way that Jason and all sports fans work, it's like you're dead to me. No, not to Jason. No, but then he says Jason is such a, a tribalist and a Jacksonville loyalist. That he's always going to be a Jaguars fan no matter what. On the other hand, Mike Sure is just <laughs> contradicts himself in every he gives both both sides to every uh both he answers both sides to every question so that you never know what he's saying. Well, he's a TV producer. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. But I'm gonna say this. He sounds he's 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 one of two things. He's doing that, like you're talking about, he's giving both answers and not really giving any answer. Or he doesn't understand how sports fans are. That if, right. if Bortles no. if Bortles left the I don't and I don't know, but if Bortles left the Jaguars on relatively good terms, every Jaguars fan is gonna think of him as a Jaguar for the rest of their lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Well he says you know, if I don't stop I hate Brett Favre, but I don't stop thinking of him as a Packer. No, even though he went and 
pissed all over us by playing for two other he teams, was, including yeah. a division <laughs> rival. And he, he's he, still a Packer to me. He was there eight times longer than the, yeah. the next longest place he was. Um, but anyway, so he, he answers the other half of that. Jason with, will always love. If Bortles. an 11-year-old kid loved Blake Bortles as much as Jason loves Blake Bortles, that 11-year-old kid might just become a Rams fan and root for Blake Bortles. Because that's where Blake Bortles plays now. And then the the whoever wrote the article points out, and last we checked, Jason is a preteen trapped in a man's body. See, so I, I, totally I, impossible. I disagree. This is what I would think you would get with Jason based on what I've seen about the character. Is he will be a Jaguars fan until the day he dies, but he will also, also be, be a, Blake a Blake Bortles, Bortles fan. fan. So when Bortles comes to town and plays the Jaguars, he, he won't will be conflicted, yeah. and that will make the funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, and then somebody will, and then Cheedy will like or Eleanor probably this is being like an Eleanor thing. He's like, well, whoever wins, you you know, you win, right? Yeah. Like you know, whichever team win, either the Jaguars win or Bortles win. So like that's a win for you. Look, <laughs> convince him. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I love I love Jason on that show. I've I've watched him in uh, in some interviews, and it's it's kind of fun seeing him as you know the dopey character. Uh, versus you know his interviews he has such great facial expressions just little nuanced oh, reactions speaking to everybody of uh, that's yeah everybody else doing stuff what it, what is it the acting given good face yeah he, he does give good <laughs> face another another actor he does Manny he gives really he gives really good confused face really good surprised face <laughs> surprise really good face is, really yeah. good like <laughs> I I'm faking like I'm really thinking about it face. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking like I'm, really I'm wondering good. I'm wondering if it's occurred to anybody that in the scene where he asks Tahani to come see his buttle and she's like, Yeah, he's like, Oh, your bud hole. <laughs> like your butthole. Where him, where him and his buds hang. <laughs> like I was gonna go see your butthole. <laughs> like, and she agreed to that <laughs> before she knew <laughs> where she was going. <laughs> She's like, yeah, sure. Come see your butthole. <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> but funny. Yes, yes. They're they're great. So Mike sure said, I can uh I can guarantee you that we will make a reference to Bortles real life employment situation, but I think it's far less likely he actually appears on the show at this point. At least never yeah. say never. So there he goes with both sides of the thing. They asked him yeah. if uh, if he knows if Blake Bortles is a fan of the show, and he says, I have no idea whether he has heard of the show or has watched the show. I would assume someone at some point has told him that there's a network TV show that has mentioned his name 500 times. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the Jacksonville Jaguars PR and marketing people have been incredible. They've just been really fun to deal with, and they totally get it, and they have all... Uh, enjoyed all the references and jokes. Um, more Jaguars-related humor to come in season four. <laughs> oh, here it is, September 26th. It was in this article. Why did I even have that other one? Screw that. Delete. <laughs> Gone. I really want a Janet. You want what? <laughs> I want a Janet. Oh, you want oh, a My Janet. own personal Janet. Everybody wants you know? a Janet. I thought you said you want two Janet. Like, what is Janet in? <laughs> I, can think. I mean... Two Janets are better than one, right? Hey! You get a good Janet and a bad Janet. <laughs> I can, yes. That's right. <laughs> I love bad Janet. She's fabulous. Or good Janet and good Jan another good Janet pretending to be bad Janet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Float out your butthole, Dingleberry. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
she's trying to be mean and insulting and can't think of things to say. And she's like insulting right. their elbows or something she's stupid. Just yeah. Farts. <laughs> Completely out of context. Like, what's a bad word? Farts. Anyway, watch the show starting September 26th. Final season. Yay. Any more news? Uh, I think we can probably roll. Let's roll. Lisa? Yeah, let's, uh, yes. let's go Craig. on Lisa's thing. Lisa, you wanted to Hi. talk about dystopia rising. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I choose to spend my weekends in the wastelands of the apocalypse, and it's a whole lot of fun, actually. You're being a uh, pretender. Yes. <laughs> playing, 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 playing pretend. It's, it's honestly, it's a cosplay wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some of your costume uh, photos. Yeah. It's, You're it's a fun lot of fun. It, clearly. So I what... mean, because distressing stuff, you know, that's <laughs> when you when you get done with a stressful day of work and can take a Dremel to your canvas bag <laughs> and light clothing on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good day. For, for those for those not in the know, what is Dystopia Rising? So Dystopia Rising is uh, basically a, a 24-7 fully immersive uh, live action role play that takes place in uh, post-apocalyptic society. Um, I have not been to other games other than Northern California, uh, but I can say that Northern California's game uh, absolutely is like Hollywood level uh, quality as far as you know, costuming and immersion. Uh, you know, the players are fantastic. Uh, they have a huge consent culture. Anytime you're going to engage in physical role play, you, know, you say, hey, consent to physical role play before you touch anybody. Uh, so it's a really, it's a so, healthy environment. So no beating up on anybody, with, <laughs> pushing anybody right. around without saying, hey. Yeah. Um, we use, you know, of course, foam weapons, so buffer, uh, buffer weapons and nerf guns. That's always uh, that's always fun. It's it's a lot of fun. When in doubt, um, you, yeah. if nothing else, shoot somebody with a nerf gun. <laughs> right, exactly. Everybody, everybody <laughs> likes that. Uh, so I've been to one game so far. Our uh, next game is coming up this coming weekend, uh, and the first weekend I was there. Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty chilly at night. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go crash out in my tent because we, we camp in uh, Fort Ord, uh, a portion of Fort Ord that's been abandoned uh, for years that was used as barracks. And so you have, you know, smashed out windows, boarded up windows in some places. Uh, you've got graffiti everywhere. You've got overgrowth of plants. And so it, it feels very dystopian society. Uh, but my first weekend, I was, I was going to sack out, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get up and continue to role play and get my money's worth. And uh, uh, the uh, this fascist faction had taken over the town, and everybody had evacuated except for a few stragglers who decided they were going to try to stay and hold the fort down. And that didn't happen. So I got up and ended up getting kidnapped by the faction brainwashed to their side <laughs> and like not intending for any of this to happen and just got caught. So it was, uh, it was pretty exciting. It's a good adventure. And I encourage people to come. Uh, they have games all over the place. There's uh, I think two in Wisconsin, one in Indiana, Texas. two in Wisconsin. That is so Wisconsin. 
they play in the snow. I'm like, what are you guys doing? They but camp out in the snow. Yeah, you wouldn't think there'd be two, though, in like a little state like Wisconsin, like, you know, relatively right. unpopulous. But man, Wisconsin love it, loves it. It's full of gamers. It's like <laughs> chock full of gamers. That's where D&D started. They're just everywhere. <laughs> it's not surprising. Um, so, so, yeah. Can you explain the, you, did you say it goes 24 seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we start on Friday at nine o'clock. So it's through, through the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one weekend. Um, although so. I think they have some longer national events. Um, I haven't been to any of the national events and haven't really looked into them yet, but uh, I'm going to check those out. But yeah, uh, you start Friday, uh, Friday at nine o'clock and it goes through Sunday at noon or one, depending on when things wrap. Um, but you are in character constantly. It's not like your vampire larps where, you know, you go, you spend four hours in character and then you go home. This is, you're living in dystopian society. So, um, you know, of course, like if you need to talk to a storyteller or something, you get out of character. But we try not to break immersion for people. Uh, and so, you know, you go to sleep in character, you wake up in character. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Pooping in the bushes. Uh, what's that? Pooping in the bushes. No, no, we do have porta potty. <laughs> ah, so you're not living in dystopia completely. But that's 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 fine. That's fine. I don't need anybody pooping in the bushes. Please, please do use the porta potties, larkers. Thank you. <laughs> right. They're, pro- they're provided for your convenience and my peace of mind. <laughs> but we have uh, a couple of ladies who cook. Um, they have a little tent set up. Oh, do you eat like rat and snake and stuff? I mean, they have meat on a stick. Um, the entire weekend, I actually lost like five pounds doing this because I, I brought like beef jerky and nuts and like fresh fruit and stuff like that to eat. And that was my meal for the entire weekend. Just nibbling on little bits of that and, and some of the, the stuff that the ladies were cooking. So it's uh it's a whole lot of fun uh you know beating beating people up with foam weapons and uh we have zombie raids in the middle of the night and raiders that come in and <clears throat> you know try to mess with us so it's it's a blast that's how i choose to spend my weekends yeah. would like to go to some of the other uh other games too because there's a, a southern california game uh there's one in oklahoma uh who i'm setting up ties uh, character ties with um so yeah you can take your character to other you know other games uh which is always a lot of fun do you have to walk there <laughs> yeah yeah you can't <laughs> or bicycle, well i mean you could you could hitchhike horse. with the diesel jocks there you go <laughs> <laughs> the I diesel drove, jocks I actually a, have the i drove a semi here yeah yeah um but you have uh so you know in vampire you have clans uh, in Dystopia Rising, you have strains. Um, so you've got like, I'm playing a natural one, uh, which they're very kind of primitive, um, you know, a little bit naive, uh, you know, not involved in a lot of town politics, usually uh, dressing in like leather and furs and, and stuff like that. Um, you've got your diesel jocks, which are more your Mad Max types. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, wearing lots of metal and, uh, you know, heavy armor, big, you know, you know, football style shoulder pads yeah. and stuff like that. Playing uh, heavy metal, heavy metal soundtrack. 
Yeah, you've got Semper Mort, which are actually vampires, basically. Uh, okay. <laughs> so if you like vampire LARP, come to Dystopia Rising. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are a whole bunch of different different strains, um, and and there's something for everybody. The nice thing about it is, you know, if you don't want to engage in combat, you can be a non-combat character. You just walk around and, and talk at people. Yeah, exactly. Play, um, play the role and get into the yeah. political crap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and we have, um, so like when you make something in-game, uh, you know, like say you're uh, doing brews, uh, you actually sit at a table and go through the motions of, you know, brewing something. Um, so people will have like little bottles of tinctures and, uh, you know, injectables. Tincture. There's a great word. <laughs> <laughs> we have snake oil. That's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, you go through the motions. Um, you know, we have engineers in game, and so you can bring, you know, scrap metal and you know tools and mimic doing, you know, going through the motions of building stuff. And you spend actual time in game, and then they give you a card for whatever your item is. So. And then yeah. what do you do with the item that you just built? sell it to people and you know they make other stuff um, okay so you, you can sell it to the people there can, you, can i just can i just use this as an excuse to build you know like to make jewelry and sell it on my etsy, etsy store <laughs> just not <laughs> sell it to anybody etsy store. <laughs> <laughs> i made a whole bunch of jewelry uh, this weekend i did it at the dystopia rising thing i didn't sell anybody and sell it to anybody there i'm just putting it on my <laughs> store and making money here <laughs> So what is the post-apocalyptic yeah, I mean, like internet like? The internet. We have brewers and stuff who will make, um, you know, they'll make different concoctions to, um, you know, heal people. Um, of course, we have poisons and stuff like that that you can make. <laughs> um, I got injected. I ended up, when I got kidnapped, I ended up getting injected with something that made me compliant. Uh, so it basically knocked me down, injected me, and carried me off. <laughs> so... But they didn't actually inject you with anything. No, no, no. But like we have, you know, like those fake syringe shots, yeah, yeah. props. Sure. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's great if you love props, if you love costuming and makeup, um, you know, that more theatrical style of play. It's it's fabulous for that. This, bre um, this brewer thing sounds like code yeah. for I'm drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a concoction <laughs> and have a they six are, pack. <laughs> they are they are definitely no alcohol oh, okay. <laughs> until after. Okay. Then you can do all the syringe shots you want. Sure, to. you don't want people running around with like metal work. Yeah. If they've been drinking. <laughs> well, and studies tend to show that people are <laughs> people are a little more dangerous with weapons when they're drunk. Even nerf guns, yeah. Yeah, probably wouldn't mesh real well, but um, but yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun to sit there and do makeup and go, you know, all post-apocalyptic, and you know, we'll take old patches and you know, go raid Goodwill for junk material, and then you know, just piecemeal costumes together. Really, you know, it's great to <laughs> put some of that old stuff that nobody else is buying to good use. There seem to be a lot of uh, old license plates used as yeah pieces of armor in various places. Yeah, that's yeah. a favorite. And, and the ones I've seen, Rose they're all signs. California license plates. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly. 
How yeah, appropriate. Yeah, red signs for uh, for shields and stuff. Keeping it local. Well, Mike, in Murders and Acquisitions, um, your dad has an illustration that is him in a, a post, in post-apocalyptic outfit, and I believe he has part of a stop sign. Oh, <laughs> or was it a stop sign, or maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe he's Some got kind a, of a sign. I think he's got the front the front face of a uh, of a of an office of a file cabinet, like that's part of his armor. <laughs> Dang, I have it's like every other one of your books up here, but not that one. <laughs> that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I could pull the PDF. See, now I want to see that. <laughs> you ever wanted to? If you ever wanted to know what uh, Mike's dad looked like, he's in the uh, the apocalypse, <laughs> apocalypse section. Chapter. Yeah. yeah, really? Yeah, that's fabulous. He uh, he put in he threw in for the uh, for the illustration level and got a got a drawing of him looking like a um like Mad Max slash Office Space <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> well, if you ever watched uh, the uh, the 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 short film, the fifteen minute short film that's at the beginning of um. Monty Python's Meaning of Life, where no, all the all the all so. it's all, it, the, it's a bunch of people working in an office, and it's all the Monty Python guys and a bunch of other people, and they're working in an office, and they like the peons rise up against the the executives, and it turns into mm-hmm. like this big pirate thing, like they're they're running around, they like they make armor <laughs> and weapons out of like office supplies and stuff, and they why don't I remember this? I need to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I need to go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the one thing I do like about Dystopia Rising is that the uh, the combat system is really easy. You know, you're not doing rock, paper, scissors sure. anymore. Uh, you are assigned, uh, you know, a certain amount of body points, um, health points, basically, um, plus whatever the storytellers assign you for your, uh, they call it phys rep, physical representation of your armor. Um, and so, like, I might have 18, uh, you know, health points and... Uh, they'll assign your weapon, you know, a certain number of points. And when you hit somebody on, you know, the arms or legs or torso, uh, you call out your number of damage. And then once, once you hit your, you know, level of damage, then you just fall down (laughs) and that's it, you know? Uh, And then they can either do a killing blow, you know, if they're going to kill you or, uh, you know, they might carry you off or, you know, whatever, but uh, it's a really easy system. Um, and it it helps to keep that immersion. You're not sitting there rules lawyering, you know, a bunch of stuff like you see in LARPs. So it's a it's a really good system. Um, they are getting ready to go to 3.0 in September. So some of the rules are going to change. For for the record, Mike's dad is uh, he has a breastplate that's made out of the front of a file cabinet drawer. Um, <laughs> He has a uh, shoulder armor piece that is a, an in uh, like an, a metal inbox that's been bent to wrap around his shoulder. Uh, he has a part. He has part of a tire as part that's part of iron armor, and his weapon is a uh, lead pipe with a little um, angle, like a little elbow piece at the end. And at the end are uh, is taped on two pairs of scissors with their blades open. <laughs> so it's like a morning star with the spikes, yeah. but it's scissors. Yeah, actually, and he's uh, wearing he... and he's and his pants are all shredded up to his knees, and he's wearing black socks, like short black socks. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he was I... he was dressed to, for the office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I actually went to uh, the local tire place because when we had gotten our tires changed out, 
uh, they had a, a bucket, a clear bucket on their, uh, on their desk that had all this scrap metal on it. And it was all things that they had found stuck in tires. Oh, and so sure, I came yeah. back, <laughs> I came back two days later and I'm like, Hey, do you mind if I take a bunch of this stuff? And they're like, yeah, here, let me get you a box. <laughs> so I found like, like half of the scissors, uh, wow. and like all sorts of crazy spiky things. <laughs> this is great. You know, the, uh, the local emergency room has a box like that too. Oh no. No. <laughs> it's, it's items that also got no stuck thanks. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you don't know where that's been. <laughs> but I doubt many of them are terribly pointy and sharp. <laughs> I don't well, know. <laughs> yeah, we don't want too sharp because you don't want to stab some. You'll poke your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> there's somebody out there that likes that. <laughs> I don't know what happened, Doc. It was a hundred to one shot. Million to one shot. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, it sounds like but, it's a, uh, it sounds like it's a blast. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, uh, let's see. Website is dystopiarisinglarp.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and there are it looks like twenty one, twenty two states, something like that. They consider mm-hmm. north of north northern California and southern California separate. Yep. <laughs> it's... it's in Wisconsin. It's in Georgia. Great. Sorry, Illinois. You have to go to Wisconsin or Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois people go up to Wisconsin for all their fun anyway. There's a New Jersey game. Yep. Also, I think. Jersey. Yep. Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Ohio, Virginia, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas. I'll just name them all. Yeah. Arkansas. Or, or we can or we can go to a Kevin question. <laughs> or we could do that. Lisa, do you want to hear a Kevin question? What's that? Do you want to hear a Kevin question? Yes, you, yes, I do. You remember this, right? Yeah. Kevin. Uh-huh. Everybody knows what a Kevin question is now. It's been <laughs> over a year. <laughs> Tell me a Kevin question. Um, oh, wait, but before we do that, we have listener email. Uh-oh. Listener slash guest email. Oh, that doesn't count. No. From Andy. Right. Guest Andy, regular guest Andy. He, uh, he writes the subject heading, boo- yeah, period. <laughs> and then in the body of the email, it just says, Tombstone! <laughs> I believe this is a BattleBot reference. Apparently, oh, that something thing. happened, good or bad, to Tombstone. <laughs> this was from... I mean, he said Booyah, so presumably it's good. It's good, right. Uh, this was from last night at 11 o'clock, so that was the whatever this most recent episode. Um, I guess I have to start watching that again, huh? So that's so that's that's the listener mail. That was the listener mail yeah. that he sent. That's to... a TV show. Yes, BattleBots. You know what BattleBots Battle is, right? No, no, I don't. People I've make never remote, heard of this. People make remote-controlled robots and they they smash each other up in an arena. Ooh. Okay, that sounds. They fun. have like saws attached to them and. <laughs> Spikes and yeah. some of them have they, a built to like flip you flip, over, flip, flip, flip you over, so that over. You, yeah, you get turtled. <laughs> I would, yeah, you, I would want to, I would want to enter that turtle-looking thing from uh, from RoboCop. Ed, it's Ed something. It's got a number on it. You know, the, you have ten <laughs> seconds to comply. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the Ed two hundred nine yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah. It's got you know, some number. Yeah, attach a Wipe circular saw and a flamethrower to that, and yeah, you're, you're ready to <laughs> go and, and make it knee high. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ed, was, Ed was bigger than a person. And it has to weigh less than 250 pounds or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, Kevin, question. <laughs> so, but that, that was that was our listener. That he, was, sent, yeah. he sent that to the to the Nerdburger e- email. To the yeah. to Nerdburger email, yeah. not to you. No. Correct. Even though he has your email address. Correct. Jeez, Andy, come on. I, you know, because he wanted us to read it. I guess. Thanks, Andy. Hey, if anybody right. out there would like to hear us read better listener email, <laughs> then send, send us some. an email. <laughs> <laughs> we'll read it. You are in complete control of how good or bad the listener email is. Yeah. Because you can write it yourself. Kevin, question. Yes. 113 question. Oh, boy. Kevin says, ice cream, soft serve, frozen yogurt, ice milk, or frozen custard? There is one correct answer. Go! <laughs> Thanks, oh. Kevin. Oh, God. So the, the, choices, the choices were ice cream, soft serve, no. frozen yogurt, no. ice milk, no. frozen custard. All right. Ice cream yeah. versus frozen custard. Uh, That's what it comes down ice, to, right? Ice milk is straight out. I've had that. I've I've made it. It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm not even sure I know what that is. I gotta say, honestly, probably frozen custard. Yeah, Culver's. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Home of the butter burger. Okay, we'll do this. <laughs> we gotta we gotta narrow it down. He says there's only one answer. Yeah. So ice cream versus frozen custard. Mm-hmm. Pick your favorite ice cream. Maybe Ben and Jerry's has some of those wacky, sure. really, really rich, creamy, or maybe tasty one of the thirty-one flavors, right? Or, yeah. or, or Cold uh, Stone Creamery and their yep. kind of weird combos and stuff. Pick your favorite one, and then your favorite frozen custard from Culver's. Which one wins? Yeah, you only get one mm. for the rest of, of your, your life. life. And in oh. fact, in fact, the other one ceases to exist for everybody. Okay, just for the record, that is not in the Kevin question. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. Just Craig for is you. amending. Just for the you. Rules. Just for you then. Baskin Robbins peanut butter and chocolate. Wow. Oh, okay. Baskin yeah. Robbins. Those chunks, because you can pick those peanut butter chunks right out and we'll leave the rest of the ice cream. It's just freaking peanut, delicious. Just frozen peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Man, don't knock it. It's great. <laughs> just pull pull a giant chunk of frozen peanut butter out. Frozen custard is really good. Frozen custard is really good. It is. But I've, I, I, and I'm not, I'm not person who eats frozen custard or ice cream often. But I, I've got a thing for Cherry Garcia. Yeah. Oh, I love Cherry Garcia. Oh yeah. You know, I, the... I got to go ice cream just because I, I, if I'm, if I want, you know, I can never have Cherry Garcia again. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, <laughs> cherry ice cream with the cherry chunks and the little the little chocolate chunks in it. Okay, yeah. so Craig is yeah. uh, ice cream specifically cherry Garcia. Yeah, I'm, I'm ice cream. Baskin Robbins ice cream. Mm-hmm. Ice cream. Yeah. Peanut butter and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's two for like ice a Reese's cream. pieces. What kind? What's what's the ice cream in that? Is it vanilla uh, ice cream or is it chocolate? No, ice cream? it's chocolate. So it's chocolate uh, ice cream with, with peanut butter yeah. chunks. with peanut butter and chocolate chunks in it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. it doesn't have chocolate chunks it's just uh, chocolate ice cream and then it has ribbons like giant ribbons of peanut butter oh okay so it's like chocolate peanut butter neapolitan yeah yes or or swirl yeah okay yeah that's good that's good because you can have a slightly different experience each time you go to the the carton sometimes you get like a lot more chocolate sometimes you You get get a lot lot more peanut peanut butter butter. you know you can shake it up shake it up a little yeah I mean, if you're eating yep. directly out of the carton, you can just have it con- all <laughs> con- control it, you know, like yeah. 
You know? I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> Where you do the I'm pick, you pick at say. it. You're like, yeah. I'm mostly yeah. in a peanut butter mood today. So you're just yeah. it's like chiseling like, all of the peanut butter out. Mining the veins <laughs> of peanut butter out of and your chocolate Jonathan ice cream. Grabbed it. Jonathan grabbed it and there's like nothing but chocolate ice yeah. cream left. There's no peanut butter. Mining the like, veins the peanut of peanut butter. Peanut butter. Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> maybe maybe it's your call. Oh, okay. I I yeah, good. That makes one. my job easier. Okay, so what um, about you, Mike? Um my, I know you love Culver's. I do love Culver's. I do love Culver's, but I'm gonna have to go with uh the one correct answer. Gelato. <laughs> oh gelato's good you though, yeah. Oh well, he left it list. off the list. That's his it, he he screwed up, but he said his, that, his mistake. No, 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 no. You, you don't, you don't understand. You get gelato because it's not on the list, and one of those. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Anything that's not on the list, you get two because he makes he's making you choose uh, flaming hot Cheetos and one of those things, pizza and one of those things. So, do I get to pick any flavor ever sure. of any one of those five things? Sure. Okay. Um, then I'm going. Even if they don't make it anymore, we'll, sorry, we'll, we'll give you that. Sorry, Culvers, I'll come to you for the hamburger. But afterwards, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to my time machine and I'm going back in time to the '90s to get me some of the that Teasing good you? Ben and Jerry's Rainforest Crunch. Bring it back. Oh, what was in there? What was that? It was. Uh, it was yeah. kind of. There was like an a, actual rainforest in there, right? Because that was the '90s and they were screaming at us about killing the rainforest. It was like. Vanilla they didn't put actual rainforest. I don't know if it was. It was probably just vanilla ice cream. It might have been some kind of uh, mild flavor, but it was sure. like a you know off white colored uh, ice cream with like caramel Brazil nut clusters that were, and it was just oh my to die God, for. That sounds amazing. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, it might have tasted extra good if you you were you know medicated. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know though. Cause I wasn't, that what eat, they call it? I wasn't eating that in college <laughs> at all in the nineties. Did you know that Brazil nuts, Brazil nuts aren't nuts? Really? What? There are nuts inside of Brazil nuts. The Brazil nuts are fruits. They are the fruit. There are nuts huh. inside of the Brazil nuts that we get rid of so that we can eat the Brazil nut. Really? Yup. Wait crazy. a minute. But Brazil nuts are solid. There's nothing inside There's... of them. I mean the fruit thing. Oh, no, sorry. Other way around. They're the seeds within, like, the fruit. They're not a nut-nut. Oh, they're a giant seed. They're a seed inside of a fruit in a a pond. Interesting. So it's kind of like eating uh, pepitas, you know, like you're eating the inside of the pumpkin seed. This is where I... But they're so nut-like. This is... (laughs) Yeah. And so are peanuts, but peanuts aren't nuts either. They're legumes. They're more related... They're more closely... Peanuts are more closely related to beans and peas. Yeah, they are bean-shaped. Than they sort are to of. nuts. That's true. Yes, peanuts are are legumes. Yeah, and you know what you 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 can make from peanuts, right? Peanut butter. Veins of it. <laughs> horse horse <laughs> horse chestnuts are like Brazil nuts too. They're the seed inside of a oh. inside of a fruit. Although I like the southern thing, the boiled peanuts. Bo- Those bold, are really bold, good. Bold peanut. Bold peanut. <laughs> in Georgia, it's called bold peanuts. <laughs> Really? It's, it's and it's spelled B O I L D P dash N U T S. 
<laughs> Unless you're someplace wacky, <laughs> then it's N U T Z. Yeah, yeah. Only either, in either, Georgia. Yeah, depending on what what part of the state you're and in. And you pronounce it the, bold pay nuts. That's what the um, <laughs> like black Scott. sharpie on cardboard sign on the side of the road. See, this is what happens says. when I watch too much QI, because there was some other thing we were talking about that, like, it, it, it wasn't, the thing wasn't what you thought it was, like, you took the you took the seeds and the nuts out, and it was the thing on the outside, whatever. Brazil nuts are seeds. Interesting. Is that, do I need to look that up, or is that one of Craig's lies? No, it's right here. Brazil nuts okay. are nuts. Like horse chestnuts, they are seeds contained in a capsule or pod, which splits apart. <laughs> True nuts don't split. Are they even from Brazil? Most Brazil nuts come from Bolivia. I was going to guess Bolivia! I shit you not. I was going to guess Bolivia. Damn it. In Brazil. In Brazil. You're just shattering his reality. Do they call them Brazil nuts in Brazil? I don't know. Well, do they call it Chinese food in China? No, it's just food. So Brazil nuts are called Brazil nuts in Brazil. Brazil nuts are called uh, castanhas or chestnuts. They're Brazilian chestnuts. No, they're just For, chestnuts. They're just they're not Brazilian. Well, no, they're Bolivian chestnuts. <laughs> How, they're appropriating their neighbor's nuts. Because chestnuts are different. Appropri- I mean, appropriating crap. neighbor's nuts alternate episode title. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so anyway, Kevin, we all went ice cream. Yeah, we did ice cream. Yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. Culvers. Torta. I'm sure plenty of other people go have your. Your uh, your tasty frozen custard. Well, now I want to know what his his answer was because he, he said there's one right any, answer. He never gives us any of his answers. He just judges <laughs> us from afar. I mean, sometimes he writes it in in such a way that you can tell what his answer is. That's but true. this one, it's you know, I mean, well, you should start writing nerd burger questions to him. <laughs> he has sent us apparently three answers because we got answer three last week. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, but we don't send them to him regularly. No, he just chooses whatever thing we can't decide out of an episode and I don't answers. En- it. I don't engage with people any more than I absolutely have to. I'm well. saving up all my engagement time for Gen Con. Gen Con, when yes. I, when I'm going to have to be on, when when the Craig switch is going to have to be flipped on, and the entertainment dial is going to have to be turned up for eight hours a day <laughs> for two two days, three days, four days. How how many days? Three three days plus a plus an evening. Three, three and a half days of interacting with other people. Yeah. A lot of people. Of, of, it's worse than that. It's, <laughs> it's worse than just interacting with people. It's interacting with people who are paying hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to be there, to be there just to and be to there. play your game. Yep. They're giving yep. you four hours of their precious, precious time. And so you better bring it. So it's, it's, yeah, I take, I take jamming at conventions pretty seriously because especially mm-hmm. if it's like, some, if it's an expensive convention where they're actually also, they're not only paying for the, to get in the door of the convention and for a hotel and all that other crap, they're paying a few bucks for my event on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, and nerds are the connoisseurs of gaming, right? You know, so <laughs> sure. like they know what's a good game and. Yeah. Well, so that's, and that's, that's the thing, pressure. you know, they're, they, you know, a person goes to a convention, you have a finite amount of time available to you. So somebody who chooses mm-hmm. to play your game. Give them a give them a good experience. It's yeah. important. That goes for anybody running any game, whether you designed it or not. Damn! Now I want to come out and play your game. <laughs> well, you know there is this thing called the internet. <laughs> that is true. Um, and we we could play something sometime. Yeah. I could maybe try to get some of my guests together from this show, and we could we could stream something. That would be fun. Yeah, live nerd burger stream. 
<laughs> we'll have to give it some thought, see if we can wrangle people into uh, the right, you know, this, a time when everybody can put like three hours aside and we can play something. Anywho, yeah. um, Lisa, thank you for joining us today after all of the technical difficulties getting going. <laughs> thank you for having me. I apologize for technical difficulties. You know, it happens. That's okay. It was uh, John's fault. Yes. yes. <laughs> Way to go, he gets John. to be the scapegoat today. <laughs> Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And no, we really mean it. Email us at nerdburgershow. At yeah, go ahead. It's Come free. On. It's free. <laughs> um, it's not can... like Gen Con. <laughs> And it won't take up eight hours of your time. No, it won't. Unless you want it to. <laughs> no, we're not. You are giving... in complete control of the quality of the email that you send us. The length of the email. Anyway, um, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy my stuff. And if you want to see me uh, where I talk about stuff, you can go to nerdburgergames.com. There's a link to the Discord. That's a good place to talk to me. And there's a link to the Twitter. That's a good place to talk to me. All that fun stuff. Or go to Gen Con. And try and to talk find... to talk to Craig and there. Just pay, and just pay attention to my Twitter and find out where I'm going to be in the evening. Because that'll be a good time to come find me. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig premiere their own 24-minute LARP. Nerdburger Rising. <laughs> Basically, we'll spend about a minute making up character names, and then we'll just shoot Nerf guns at each other for 20, 23 minutes straight. That's our 24 We'll call it 24-7. 24 minutes, 24 seven minutes seconds. 24 minutes and seven. I was going to suggest the extra seven yeah, 24 seconds 24-7, um, and then when we're all done with the Nerf gun thing, uh, we'll just have pie and watch Elijah Wood movies. <laughs> or maybe ice cream. We'll have ice cream with the ice pie. Ice cream, yeah. Cherry pie with Cherry Garcia about, ice cream. Oh, how about pie ice cream? Pie ice cream? <laughs> Reese's peanut butter pie with chocolate and peanut butter ice cream. Decadence, chocolate right cake, there. Chocolate cake with that. What would go? What kind of? What kind of cake or pie would go good with? Uh, with rainforest. Uh, it's a Brazil nut thing, so probably anything that's a little nutty. I don't as know, as but as, what, uh, whatever it is, I goes, want. I want Katy Perry to show up and squirt whipped cream all over it from her boobs. <laughs> pecan, pe- pecan pie. I mean, her bra. Do you like pecan pie? Yeah, a pecan pie about, maybe with that yeah. Brazil nut ice cream. Or salted on, caramel. Um, how about? Caramel, uh, yeah. I'll do you one better. How about? Uh, Sweet potato pecan pie. Oh, there you go. Papado. Yum. <laughs> they serve it with haagen I mean, it's in the, on the menu, served with a scoop of haagen <laughs> Like, not just any old vanilla ice cream, you know. Sure. Specifically. haagen <laughs> For an extra $20, Katy Perry will come by your table. For $20? <laughs> can buy Katy Perry's time for $20. <laughs> I'm trying to make it affordable. <laughs> oh, I have something Good luck that, with I have, that. I have something that you and I need to talk about on one of these future episodes when it comes to uh how much it how much uh how many dollars it costs to get uh celebrities to do stuff. I have a thing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> not, not like that. You well, like you were a price list. Because before example, you were using dick fingers. For example, <laughs> if you run, if you have a corporate holiday party or a corporate retreat, you can get a comedian yeah. 
a known comedian to come you, you in. You can't and do... get Tom Hanks to come do it, but you can get there are sure there's a, get a, to do a, a whole, corporate gig, whole pile of people that'd be willing to do that for the right, you know the right amount of money. And there are people who will you know, musicians who will show up for this or that and you know, like just for like one time yeah. appearance fees and that kind of stuff. You can yeah, I got you, you I have, have a, a list. I, no, no, I have a thing. You have a thing. Okay, we can all do, right deal with sometime in one of these future episodes. Sure. Okay. So there you go. Maybe the next time Lisa's on. Maybe. Yeah. Since now she's curious. <laughs> I am. I want this price list. <laughs> Gotta throw a party. Gotta start saving up. <laughs> well, How much is it going to cost for where, me to where, get? No, so and so. Where you live, your travel uh, expenses will be less. Not that big of a deal, no. Yeah, that's true. You can send an Uber <laughs> to I'm, drive from LA. I'm three hours from Hollywood. <laughs> she's, she's halfway between San Francisco and no, LA. I know. So it's like it's like equally painful either direction. But it's a very scenic drive. <laughs> that's true. You could take the uh, Pacific Coast Pacific Highway. Coast Highway. Most of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's a train. There is actually. There's the um, oh, what like, is it like, called? Uh, Pacific like uh, Surfliner. Like Sheldon liked to take when he <laughs> con- convinced everybody to take the train. <laughs> yeah, Pacific a... Surfliner goes up the coast. A hub in Pasadena. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Fun stuff. Well, thank you guys. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Good to talk to you. Good getting together with you guys. It's been a year. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. Well, oh, actually, no, because no, we did uh, no, we no. did uh, Google Chat last time, didn't we? Yeah, we've we've done it didn't the Google. Seem like it was that long. No, ago. it hasn't been that long. I think it's been. I think there's been a couple of yeah. extra months beyond. It, it might have been like six months ish. Yeah. Skype, yeah, Skype told me it was a year, but I realized we did the last one. On oh, Skype. that's why. Yeah. On yeah, Google, yeah. that's why. No, we've done yeah. a couple on Google. Already. No, I, uh, we've been doing Google for mm-hmm. upwards of a year at this point. Now, we've we? done at least yeah. one hangout with Lisa. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think the last time we talked, she didn't know who Kevin was. So maybe it had been a while <laughs> before that. I don't, know, a... I don't know, man, because we've been doing the Kevin questions for, what, two years now? It's going on, yeah. Yeah, no, I knew I knew who Kevin was. Or just past We did that two. a couple of times. Well, we did. Anyway. He did. We did like, you know, 10 or 15 right off the bat mm-hmm. as part of that fundraiser thing. Oh, we did? That was where that started. Yeah, because we were. You, you can't. It's not a one. You know, one question per week thing. He did like ten or twelve. Remember, that's that's why it started with the weird numbering, because <laughs> he just started shooting questions at us during the fundraiser thing. Oh, saying you know, uh, you know, one question because it was right because it was called the one question thing, right? The one question, oh. and he was like one question, and then he wrote two question, and then he wrote three question. That's where the numbering. That where that came. That's from. where that came from. And that, the, and that was around our question, anniversary. The one question email. That was yeah. around our anniversary, which means it's been over two years. Yeah. Crazy. So do you episodes. know him? Because we've, we've missed episodes here and there. I have never met Kevin. Craig knows him, though. Yes, I know Kevin. Okay. Kevin, gotcha. uh, Kevin, went, to, Kevin went to school with my brother, Kurt, and his friends, you know, has been friends with him for, for a long time, him and uh, Kevin and his wife. Um, and I've met Kevin and his wife on uh, a number of occasions. Oh, cool. Kevin lives in Chicago. He lives in Chicago yes. now, yeah. Oh, sweet home Chicago. When I first met him, he lived up by, by Kurt. He lived up by Wausau. Wisconsin. The Northwoods Dairy. But he and Ra- he and uh, he and Mrs. Kevin, Rachel, um, moved to Chicago. Mrs. Question. Sorry, Mrs. Question. Because <laughs> it's Kevin Question and Mrs. Question. That's right. I think, I think Mrs. Kevin needs to start submitting uh, questions also. I, I have a feeling she might have had her. I, I have a feeling she may have had her hand in some of them, based on the <laughs> topics, the subject well, matter. 
No, I mean, honestly, the questions do very much sound like something Kevin would ask. But I also know that, like, Rachel knows me, knows Kurt. Like, and they have, let's face it, they've got a good relationship. Like, you know, this isn't something that Kevin just does quietly, privately in his corner. He probably brags a little bit to her about what he's talking about. And she might suggest stuff or, because I'm sure what happens is, like, at some point, he makes some comment about like, well, this sucks. What about and complains about something? And she's like, that would be a great question for the podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> where she's the one who suggested, I'm sure she has some involvement. I wonder how many questions uh, come out of him complaining openly about something and her pointing out to him, you should make that your next question. <laughs> I, I would imagine What's the percentage on that. Kevin, let us know <laughs> if this, this still all makes it episode? into the episode. I don't know. <laughs> don't worry about it's it. It's still entertaining. We should, we should see it. We should see, you know what? We if should, it's still entertaining, it's still in the show. We should, uh, what number are we on for questions? Well, that was 113. 113. There's, there's not, there's not, there's yeah. not a really, a lot. there's not a really cool question coming up or a cool number coming up. 14, 115, 115, 16, 117, 118, nothing particularly cool, but I think we should One, probably. 121 is going to need to be another back to the future question. <laughs> Okay, 1.21 well, gigawatts sure but i i think i think um i think we need to have kevin on the show yeah oh yeah yes. absolutely and maybe even uh mrs question if she's if why they not can, if they can both swing it we'll do that episode with them sometime we yeah. should do uh we should do like a, a nerdy game show episode i haven't we haven't done a game show thing in a long time yeah not full on no not with points and all that i've got a been over i've a got a geek trivia game that i could uh that i could pull for that yeah but are they really actually geeky questions because we've had no they are we've had that bs come up where it's like are you a geek and then it asks you a bunch of stuff that's like that's not geek those aren't geek questions those aren't (laughs) yeah no it's it's all it's all uh gamer gamer stuff and sci-fi and uh, it's called geek out so maybe take a look at it could be fun like on star trek Mr. Spock is from what planet? <laughs> you know. They have, let's see, uh, comic books, uh, comic book questions. Let's see what else. Gaming in, questions. In Star Wars, Luke Skywalker stuff. is a self-trained what? <laughs> He's not self-trained. What are you talking about? We're actually doing Star Wars right now. He spent well, like, he spent he like a week and a half with Yoda. Yeah, but then he spent he spent the next what three months finishing his training. Yeah, in between episodes five and six. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Anakin trained for a decade, and look what happened to him. <laughs> he turned yeah. into a rotten egg. He got he got turned by the emperor in one five minute conversation. We had to spend two and a half freaking movies letting him become a freaking Jedi. That sounds like my dystopia rising Luke? game last month. <laughs> it's Luke? like. Five-minute conversation. Yes, an... I'm brainwashed. I will join you. <laughs> Luke shares a cab with some old dude, goes and visits some guy in a swamp in Florida for a week. Suddenly he's a Jedi. Anakin, Darth Vader, like, they should have had a talk on the on the second Death Star. <laughs> like, Luke's like, I'm a Jedi, like my father was before me. And Darth Vader's like, hold on. <laughs> he, he, he pulls his, his sleeve up on his robe, looks at his watch. How long did you train? I'm sorry. What? What did you just say? <laughs> well, you know, I had some quality training that, you know, one scene with Obi-Wan Kenobi where he put the <laughs> helmet on my head and then he talked oh. at me when I was in my, my fighter at Shot the Death Shot me Star. with a floaty laser ball. 
And then I carried the green guy on my back around for like four days or something before my friends went and got in trouble and needed me to bail them out, which I didn't do, by the way. Nope. Because <laughs> they were on their way to... Han was f- no matter what, and the rest of them were on their way to escaping on their own. Not only did I not help them, I nearly got them caught while they were trying to escape. <laughs> and, and then I went back and trained some more, though or, you never saw. No. So who knows how long he was actually I, there. I spent three months training some more, and I sewed myself this sweet black robe. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this sweet I think it was, black glove. It was like three months or something is, is the time that goes on goes by between, between two, that's, five and six. Yep. Han is in carbonite for three months. Yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn it I'm was excited because we're doing uh, we're not. doing a five game uh anyway. high level high level uh uh tabletop of uh old republic and uh they gave us like five hundred and fifty XP to spend plus the base XP that you get, which is like I think a hundred or something like that, hundred and ten. They give you how much so extra? Like Five hundred and fifty XP. <laughs> so, so we're like all high level Jedi uh, characters. It's a lot of fun, actually. I find myself like wondering: it. Can Darth Vader, after Darth Vader um, dies and becomes a Force ghost, and he's Anakin again because George Lucas mm-hmm. around with the effects? <laughs> Can Anakin talk to Can Anakin talk to Ben at that point? We never see the Force Ghosts talk to each other. They look at each other. Okay, they so they acknowledge yeah. that they're so one standing assume, there next to each other. One would assume they can talk to each other. Sure, why not? So why do you imagine? Can are there some uncomfortable discussions that take place between Anakin and, and Ben after, Very after likely. Anakin finds out that Luke spent like four, you know, three months in a week training to be a Jedi, <laughs> and that effing council made me dick around with that stupid braid in my hair for ten years? Yep. <laughs> no man, no wonder he went evil. <laughs> Jeez, Jedi Council, learn to do a four-year program. <laughs> can, can we get maybe, a cer- maybe can we get, type up a syllabus or maybe something? An you know, structure this syllabus. a little. Can the Jedi get an associate's degree? I can go in and just train hard for two years. Get a certificate or something at Jedi Junior College. I gotta sit here and dick Jedi around and wear this wear this chick repellent braid in my hair <laughs> <laughs> with the stubby little back oh. ponytail thing. Yeah. Yeah, the oh half-ass, the half-ass, not a ponytail, ponytail. Mm-hmm. It's like, Anakin's got to so be pissed it's a, off. So you wait a minute. You want me to have what hairstyle? I got this super long braid that I just grow and grow and grow, and I never cut until I'm officially a Jedi. That's hanging down the side of one side of my face, and then I basically have a mullet with the back pulled into a stubby little ponytail, and I have to look like this for how long? <laughs> for like a for a long time, for ten years <laughs> for a good ten years. And then I get to grow a beard. And the whole time, all those stuffy jags sitting on those big chairs are all like, well, I don't know. <laughs> There's a disturbance. Where, where were the other candidates for uh, for Jedi Council? Or were they just, you know, was he just their their toy to play with? <laughs> That's well, a good point. Qui-Gon like the- Jinn was going to train him and the council told him no. And then Qui-Gon Jinn got killed. And so then Ben decided, Kenobi tried to, decided to train him. Well, it's like the, was, somebody was, got the idea. Let's, he was kind of accepted at that point. Let's haze this mm-hmm. dorky emotional Padawan. And then they, they got so much entertainment out of it, they couldn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Jedi Council is a bunch of a-hole frat boys. 
and girls. Yeah, there's a there's a few of them, but yeah, they just they decide we're just gonna like. Well, those will be those so, will be sorority. Well, girls. the scenes that we don't see, the scenes that we don't see are you know Mace Windu and okay. Yoda, and 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 Ben Kenobi and that guy with the really tall head. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and the girl and, and the they're bushy, all tall head and bushy yeah. eyebrows, right? And they're tall. Yeah, and they're ta- they're all talking like. How long do you think we can keep this up? <laughs> I don't know. The kid's starting to turn to the dark side. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going to be fine. One of these days, he's oh, going to figure God. out the password on the computer and find the syllabus and know that he was supposed to graduate five years ago. <laughs> then what's going to happen? God. We're all going to wake up cut in half. What kind of bullshit PhD program <laughs> is this? I'm not becoming a doctor. Come on. <laughs> it's a diploma, Mel. <laughs> How many times do I have to present my thesis? <laughs> Twice a year for 10 years. <laughs> Until you get it right. And then he walks out of the room and they all go. <clears throat> <laughs> oh my God. What a rude, uh, what a backwater <laughs> desert planet rude. You see, without George Lucas's terrible screenwriting ability, we wouldn't be able to make these jokes with these giant right. plot holes. Right? So true. Yeah. So That's true. Silver lining? I guess. <laughs> All right. I gotta let you guys go. All right. Uh, thanks for I uh, will thanks for the talk email. Lisa yeah. emailed us while we <laughs> were talking. It. And uh, and uh, thank you for joining us for the after show. Absolutely. <laughs> Next time on the Nurburger After Show, <laughs> we riff on the Some Lost in Space franchise. TV show, <laughs> which we've done before. We can <laughs> we can extend that out and riff on that even more. Will <laughs> danger get that clinking clinking bucket of bolts away from Will? <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye, guys.